Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Broadcasting around the world. Covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. This weekend, I got to have uh, the Wendy's breakfast for the first time. It's my daughter, Presley. Presley and I, we went to Wendy's together. I haven't had Pres- uh, Pre- uh, P- Presley or Wendy's breakfast, period. I've, I haven't had it at all. And So we went the other day, and I got, I've been dying to have it. I got the, what did we get, Presley? We got the um, classic bacon, egg and cheese breakfast sandwich from Wendy's, and I have to say it's pretty good. I think I think you should try it out. It's it's pretty damn good. As far as fast food restaurants go, it was one of the better breakfast sandwiches I've had. Here are my top, and then we'll get into this uh, this issue about rent and mortgage cancellations and how it's bad for America. We're gonna get into that, but before we get into that, the Wendy's breakfast sandwich was pretty good. I suggest you try it out. As far as fast food breakfast sandwiches go, I think McDonald's has the best. Now, I, I love the Egg McMuffin, I really do, but my favorite sandwich to get at McDonald's for breakfast is, the, and they haven't been selling it because of the pandemic for some reason, apparently bagels get COVID, but I like the um, the uh, uh, bagel, egg, and cheese, bag, I'm sorry, the bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese from McDonald's, that is my tops. I do like Dunkin' Donuts, egg, and cheese on a bagel, Heavenly Donut, ha- Heavenly Donuts has a great egg and cheese sandwich, as well as uh, now Wendy's. Try it out. I think you would really like it. you find it phenomenal. Okay. Uh, one more thing before we get into um, the the reps and, and the rent is my wife, Kaylee. Some of you guys may or may not know Kaylee. She's, um, she's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. She started a new company. It's called Cheeky by Kaylee, and the first, guys, guys, listen right now, because you need to get this shit for your wives, and you need to tell your wives about it, uh, she started um, a line, it's called Cheeky by Kaylee, and the first thing that she's putting out there, and the first product that she's selling is eyelashes, so here, here's what they look like, for, for the ladies, okay, we got we, she has four different eyelashes, she's about to launch them, you can go to, um, at Cheeky by Kaylee, on Instagram, at Cheeky by Kaylee on Facebook. And you can get these things for your wives. She, she has uh, Mob Wife. This is the Mob Wife one. She has Sweet But Psycho. Um, I'm, I'm, that, that, that might describe my daughter. Sweet But I was going to say it describes my wife, but I think she's listening. She fucking kill me. This is a good one. 
temptation for the ladies. This is this will make for a nice little gift. I'm not getting paid to do this, but I would. Get, but if you buy it, you know it's. Oh shit! She's gonna be pissed. Hold on. I dropped them on the ground, bro. All right. And then we have um, Fern Gully. Check that out. Cheeky by Kaylee. My daughter's over here going crazy. So we have Fern Gully. Oh, Temptation. Hold on. Mob Wife. For those of you, I understand, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, you can't see this. And then we have Sweet But Psycho. These are eyelashes. Now she's putting them all together and, and here's the case and that's her logo. It's pretty cool. They're going to come or, or I don't, you know what? I don't fucking know. This is what I could tell you. Those are the eyelashes. Yeah. Hon, I, I, do, the, do the applicators and shit come separate or do they come with the eyelash? Separate. Everything is separate. So she has the glue. Not like the Gorilla Glue. Honey, Presley, give me a second. Not like the uh, Gorilla Glue that the lady put in her head, but glue that would, would stick them to your eyes. And then she has, what are they, applicators? The, an applicator and scissors and all that stuff. It's yeah. cheeky. Cheeky by Kaylee. Check it out. Go go to Kaylee's uh, Instagram. Go to her website. And maybe you could pre-order. She'll, she's got supplies. Now, hon, how many do you really have? What? If, if someone wanted to buy one, do you have some to send? I do, but I have to get all my mailers. All right. Don't, she's got stuff to send, bro. We have them packaged. If you want to buy them, she'll fucking sell them to you. Because I, cause I, in this house, I'm Donald Trump in this house. And I'm signing executive orders. And I say when the fucking lashes go out and they're going out. So check it out. Cheeky by Kaylee. She's working really hard on it. And I think the ladies will really like it. All right. Let's get right into how the American dream is. Was that good, hun? So good. Thank you. Are you okay with that? Is there anything else you would like me to say before I move on from this topic? No, anything else? You sure? sure I love All right, guys. Cheeky by Kaylee. Check it out. Eyelashes are about to launch. Kaylee's worked really hard on it. I think that I think the women in your life would really appreciate the long lashes. If you're like me, you don't need long lashes. I, I was born with them. Fucking amazing lashes. All right. How will the American dream, how will America, or how is America affected by this new bill that's being passed by these liberal mutants or that that liberal mutants want to pass rep omar and rep presley presley is it rep presley is from here in massachusetts i'm from massachusetts rep omar i think is is minnesota they want to pass the rent and mortgage cancellation act what this means is they want they don't want to push mortgage off they don't want to push rent off they want to cancel it for the next year for 12 months they want to make it so you don't have to pay rent Period. And they also want to add a provision where past rents and past mortgages are canceled altogether. Bye-bye. Gone. No rent. No nothing. So for a year now, for a year, mortgages have been pushed out. For a year now, rent has been pushed out. And I'm going to get into a story from New York about a lady who owns a two-family house that's living in her fucking car because the bums that live in her house won't get out. I'll tell you about that. So... All We've already had a year of no paying rent, a year of no paying mortgage. They want to do another year, and they want to cancel it. You won't have to owe it. Now, the banks can handle it, right? They, hear me out. The, the government-backed mortgages, they're going to be okay. 
they can handle the loss of money. I'm sure if there's loss of money, what will happen is Biden will just bail the banks out. They will say, hey, we lost this much in mortgages. And the government will just say, hey, no problem. Here's $100 billion to make up for that. But that doesn't help the landlords. This is why it's a problem. That doesn't help the landlords. The landlords don't get any help. And what's worse is, yes, there is money. To help land... Wait till you listen to the ridiculousness of this. It gets me so fucking pissed off. There is help. There is help in the new uh, stimulus package that came out for landlords. But landlords can't apply for it. Hear me out. There is help for landlords. So people who haven't paid rent, they can get this money. But the landlord can't apply for it. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? You have a bum living in your house that hasn't paid rent for a year. The landlord can't can't apply to get the money. The renter has to. So the, and and it, it's state to state. So in Massachusetts, the way it works is the renter has to go and apply for the assistance. Then they send the, what's fucked up is they actually send the money to the landlord, but the landlord can't apply for it. He's got to get his renter to apply for it. Do, you know why they do this? Because they know the renter is part of the lazy class, and they're not going to apply for it. They're just going to be like, fuck this, tra-la-la. I'm, we don't have to pay rent. It's been a year I haven't had to pay rent. It's going to be two years I don't have to pay rent. And then what will happen is eventually they're just going to get kicked out, and they're never going to have to pay it at all. So a year from now, the eviction process will finally get to start. They'll have lived there for two years for no rent. Then a third year here in Massachusetts for no rent. By that time, the fucking house would have already been uh, gone into default. I'm telling you, landlords are going to be losing their properties. It's 100% the death. It's a small sliver, man. It's a death. It's the beginning of the end for the American dream. The American dream, really, is to be successful, to own real estate. It's to, people dream about it all the time. How many investment properties can I own? How many three families can I get? You have a guy, and I'm going to use a lady in New York. She believed in the American dream. 2019, she drops her savings on a two-family house in New York, right? She doesn't have a lot of money, but she takes out a mortgage for $400,000, puts the 20% down that you have to when you buy an investment property. Investment properties, unless you're going to live there, you don't. then you, maybe you don't have to put that much down. But if you buy it straight up, you're going to have to put 20% down. She puts down her 20%. She's not living there, right? Oh, I'm sorry. She was, she is living there, okay? 2019, she buys it. She lives on the first floor. Second floor, she rents it out to some lady. She's collecting $2,000, $2,100 in rent a month. She's using that money to pay for the mortgage. She's using that money to pay for the taxes. She's using that money to, to, to keep her investment. I mean, that's what a lot of people do. I did it. When I went to college, I bought a three-family house. I was 23 years old. I lived on the second floor. I rented out the third floor. I rented out the first floor. And it paid for all my bills. It's a smart move. It's, it's thinking rich instead of thinking poor. So she goes, the American dream. She buys the, 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 the investment property. Boom. A couple of months later, hits 2020 hits. COVID hits. Well, you don't have to pay rent anymore. So her renter stops paying rent. To the tune of, she owes $14,000 in back rent. Now what's more, is she worked out a deal with the person living there. She said, hey, look, I have to... Wait, 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 I gotta back it up. $14,000 in back rent. So the, the, the lady who owns the house was living on the first floor. She moved out 
and started renting the first floor because she needs, she started renting it to an older lady, like a section eight type deal. Cause she knew the money would come in smart move because the government still pays rent, bro. The government doesn't stop. They always come with the rent. Um, so she moves out, but now she has nowhere to live. She's got nowhere to go. She's sleeping. Now this is a lady. Hear me out. She owns the property. She took the risk. She's trying to live the American dream. And she gets forced out on the street because she can't afford to pay the place anymore. She's got to move someone else in to pay the rent while this scumbag is living on the second floor, not paying rent, and allegedly bought a brand new car like a week ago. Down payments from what? Used down payments from her fucking stim check, allegedly. I, there's no facts on that. I'm sure the fact checkers can get it. But I'm guessing that that's, that that's fucking legit. Because she brought it up in court. The lady who's suing brought it, brought it up in court. Now, they were, gonna, they, they were working on an agreement because the rent forgiveness was going to go away in New York. It was supposed to end. There was no more extension on the rent. So the lady was going to just move out. She said, hey, just leave and I won't make you pay the $14,000. So they agreed with the lady. The girl was going to move out in December and all things were going to be good. So she gets to, instead of, what she's doing right now is she's living in her in her car on on her friend's couch. She's she's a nomad, bro. She's living from from place to place, but she owns the property. She can't even fucking stay there. Okay, so now she's just trying to do everything she can to keep the property. Renting out the first floor, second floor. The bum lives on. She works out a deal with the bum to just leave because the the, the the bum is like, "Yep, I'm gonna go." But then what happens in December? Yes, in December. Cuomo says, fuck this, we're going to extend the rent problem, then Biden comes in, and they're going to extend it uh, on a government level, forget it, guess what the lady says, oh, I don't have to leave, I can live here for free, so now she doesn't have to leave, she forgets, she says, F you to the lady, she bounces, and here's what's more, the lady who owns the building has nowhere to live, has no income to cover the mortgage, is using the very little money she's getting from the old lady on the first floor to try to cover some of the bills. She's covering the rest of the mortgage. She's paying the mortgage while she's living in her car. She's paying the mortgage while she's living in her car. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's, it's grotesque. It literally, why would anybody want to buy a property? Why would anyone want to be successful? Why would anybody want to do anything in this country if liberal mutants like Rep. Omar and Rep. Presley can cancel rents, cancel mortgages, let people that don't work hard, that are scumbags, benefit off our hard work? And then people ask me why I get fired up, why I have a problem with it. It steams me to no end that this poor fucking lady can't even stay in the old property that she owns. And they won't kick the other lady out. They should go and drag that bitch out by her hair and drag her down the fucking street. Get her out of the damn house. It's unbelievable. It's unacceptable. It's this poor woman's property and she can't even profit from it. She can't even live in it. And do you think that Presley or Rep. Omar give a shit? Do you think they think about it? Do you think they think about the landlords that are going to go into foreclosure? Millions of three-family, two-family homes will go into foreclosure in the next two years. They've gone a year without getting rent. Now they want to go another year without getting rent. And they don't want to give them money to back them up. They will bail out the banks for sure. And that pisses me off. They'll take care of the bank. They'll say all the single family homes where they say, hey, no, no mortgage for a year. 
The bank will get that money, no problem. They'll say, oh yeah, single family homes, we got to take care of it. Investment properties, screw them. That's what they will say. These liberal mutants will say anybody that has an investment property is a scumbag. They have too much money. They're a loser. We're only protecting single family homes. We don't give a crap about the person that thought they were going to live the American dream. Use their hard earned money that they pay taxes on to try to better themselves, to try to better their family. Nope. Absolutely not. They will take it from them. They will rip it from them. All in a movement to move towards socialism. All in a movement to move towards public housing. They want to snatch up two families, three families, four families. from They're starving the landlord. And then they want to snatch them. Because that's what they'll do. They'll take them and they will make them public housing. And they will let people live there for free. This shit is all coming. And we sit here. And we joke about it. And we say, and you guys, and well, what's worse is you applaud it. There are people applauding. They're like, yes, yes, no mortgages. Well, then what about people like me? I, I barely have a mortgage on this house. I'm lucky enough that, that my wife worked her ass off. What, you know what? Forget about me. What about Kaylee? What about Kaylee? She worked her ass off in her 20s. Saved up a ton of money. Was able to put a ridiculous down payment on a house up in Revere Beach. Ridiculous down payment on it. And then, with the, with the down payment, we're able to pay a, a, a short or a lesser mortgage, but pay more on the mortgage to try to pay it down faster. Not much left on the mortgage at all. We've only been here for seven years. Not much at all. So now we get penalized and we don't get the free biscuit? Go, oh, oh, hey, bro. Good for you, you were able to pay your mortgage down, and good good for you that you almost own your property outright, but you're not going to benefit. You're going to continue to work, we're going to take your loot, and we're going to pay the banks for the misfits that can't pay their mortgage. Bullshit. What should happen, here's what, I, I hate to say it, I'm sorry, but it's tough love. What should happen, if you can't pay your mortgage, tough luck. Tough, tough effing luck. You can't pay your rent, tough luck. Bye-bye, see you later, foreclosure city, and then when all those properties foreclose, someone like me comes in, and I buy those bitches at a fucking 50 cents on the dollar, woo, see you later, drives me nuts, I don't want people to lose their homes, let me back that up, I get pissed, I don't want people to lose their homes, at all, I really don't, and I don't know if the solution, honestly, is to help, I don't know what I don't know if the solution is. Hey, we should give. Uh, it gets me so fired up, man. Hear me out. All that's happening here is a big. This is I'm, I'm going to try to explain this to you guys so that the mutants can understand what's going to happen. They're setting it up for it to be okay to bail the banks out. People get pissed. As do I, when big corporations get bailed out. They get upset because they say, wait a second. You, you gave short dough to the American people, but you're going to give the banks a trillion dollars? They're going to do this in, in honor of you. You're not going to have to pay your mortgage, but to make up for the shortcoming, they're going to bail out the bank. But what they're not going to do is bail out the small-time landlords. Big-time landlords, they don't, they're all right. They can live. They can starve. They got money in the bank. I don't want to see them lose rent. Trust me. I think it's bullcrap that they should lose rent too. But they're going to be okay. Big time landlords that have a lot of money, they're going to be good. And still, 
I don't want them to lose a dime. I think it's BS that they have people because they have way more. They have hundreds of thousands of people not paying rent. It's devastating. It's disgusting. Some of them might go under. The bigger ones won't. My point is, you have a, a, a mom and a dad. You have me. Someone like me. Someone like you. You bought your first income property. It's a three-family. Maybe it's in Lowell, Massachusetts. You bought it in Attleboro, Massachusetts. You got one in Worcester by one of the colleges. It's the first place you ever got. You're like, I'm going to do better for my family. You're a middle-class dude. You're working in the union, right? So you, you're in the union. Your wife's a nurse. You guys are doing good. You got a little scratch. You buy yourself an income property. Things are going great. Things are going fantastic. You got third floor rented out, second floor rented out, first floor rented out. It's covering all aspects of the uh, of it. Your, your money's going in the bank. You, you saved some of that money for a tough time. Then all of a sudden, tough times really hit. And I'm not talking like, oh, the roof got blown off. I'm like, oh, the people living in your building, they don't have to pay rent. And it's been a year. But your mortgage is $3,000 a month. That's $36,000. And you got no income coming in. And you already blew through all the extra cash that you have to save it. And you're a year deep. And now they're saying, hey, we're going to go another year. You're not going to make it another year at all. You're not going to make it. You're screwed. You're done. And the mortgages that they're forgiving and that they're pausing, they're not pausing income property mortgages. Single family. Income property mortgages, tough luck. You'll have to fucking... What do you mean? The bank's going to come and take it. They're going to try to come and take it. So two things are going to happen. You're going to be forced to sell it. Who the fuck is going to buy it? No one. No one is going to buy your property at market value when all three of your of your levels have squatters in them. No one's dealing with that crap. Because why? They know that they got another year there for free. And then to get them out, it's six, to, six months to a year after that. They're never going anywhere. Your property's toast. The only way you're going to save it is if you got an extra $36,000 a year to keep it till you get through the hard time. It ain't happening. Now, the next way you could go is maybe you could get some help from the government. But wait, you need, this is the craziest thing. You need your tenants to fill out the paperwork for you to get it. They have to apply, not the landlord. That's so ass backwards. The people living in these houses are not going to fill out the proper paperwork to make sure the landlord gets the money. Trust me, they won't. They think that you owe them. They think they have a right to your property. They think they have a right to your precious goods. It's garbage. They think they are entitled and they are not. And that's a huge problem in this country. That's why the American dream is going to shit. People now think the American dream is living rent free, living mortgage free. They, they and I'm not, and then I'm not talking about you can live rent free if you have an asset that pays for that, but you're still paying for it. They're talking government assisted universal income, universal income, universal health care, universal rent. And who's paying for it? Me. I'm paying for it. Uh, this guy right here, I'm paying for it. Wow, oh, how do, oh, Anthony, how do you know you're paying for it? I know I'm paying for it. Why? Because I pay taxes. I get no refund. Every year I write a check to the IRS. They don't write one to me. I pay taxes. And I'm happy to. I really am. My money should go to good things like schools, police, fire department, the roads, things like that. What they shouldn't go to are lazy-ass Americans that refuse to work or to change after a year being in a pandemic. It's, it's the most ridiculous thing and un-American thing I've ever heard in my entire life. 
And I'm, I'm serious. I am okay with helping people out. But at what point does it become help? Or, or is it taking advantage of us? At what point do you go from, I need a handout, to I'm a straight cat that shows up every day now because I know you'll feed me? At what point do we top the line? When do we jump the fucking shark? The, well, the thing is, we're going to be too late. There's going to be a massive, massive housing crash. You'll hear it right here. 100% a massive housing crash in about two years. Here's what will happen. And you will sit back and you will say, fucking Anthony was right. This is what will happen. There will be rent and rent and mortgage forgiveness. There will be. The mortgage company's not getting the money, or the bank, and the landlord's not getting the money. They're just going to wipe it. Bye-bye. Gone. It's going to get reset. They'll call it the Great Reset. Boom. They'll hit the easy button. Everybody will be back at zero. Everyone. Maybe not the landlords because that's an investment property. But most people, boom, they'll hit the reset button. But what happens when the reset button hits? The clock just starts ticking. The clock starts ticking. The renters can't pay because they couldn't pay anyways. Period. The renters can't pay. So now the clock starts ticking on the eviction. The people... Well, the small business owners that lost their business and many more people that, that, that already couldn't afford their mortgage still can't afford to pay their mortgage. The, the clock starts ticking. So now you have hundreds of thousands, probably millions of small landlords that are going to lose their house in less than a year's time. Those, and they're going to get taken by the bank. So now hundreds of millions of them. Then you're going to have hundreds of millions of single family homes that are going to get taken by the bank. Once the great reset hits, the clock starts ticking three months. People still can't afford mortgages because they don't have jobs because their job doesn't exist anymore. The small business, the small business owner that could afford three grand a month can't anymore. His house is on the chopping block. Hundreds of millions of homes will be in our default now and will go into default again after the great reset. Watch. Two, three years from now. The market is sky high right now. You'd be an absolute buffoon to buy a house right now. I'm dead serious. You would be a fucking mutant to buy a house at the top of the market. It is like buying a stock. Let's say, you know, Tesla got up to 800. It, it hits 800 per share and you're a moron and you buy it at 800 per share because the other day it was down to 500 and something a share. Do you get my point? You buy it when it's low. And then when it appreciates, you sell. I, I feel like that's the easiest thing. You buy it cheap and you sell it when it's high. You do not buy at the height of a market. Property, it's insanity right now. You'd be absolutely bonkers to do it. Trust me on that. It's so simple. It's it's like it's 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 retarded. That's how simple it is. Fucking it literally. To not understand the concept, to not understand that, and I'm seeing it right now on my street. I see it up and down my street right here on the beach. Bro, forget it. Houses are going, they're insane. The prices, this some guy just overpaid for a tear down. He paid like $600,000 for it. My head's going, and trust me, my wife wants to sell because we get a, we get a decent amount of money for this. We got a lot of equity in it. We, we bought it. She bought it low, bro. Low. Really low. We could sell it now. She'd make a good turnaround. The problem with selling it right now, 
We got nowhere to go. So I'd have to buy high. And I'm not going to buy high at all. I refuse to. I refuse to. So what do you do in that situation? Well, then you got to ball up. You got to think what's smarter. You have to say, okay, if I'm going to sell my property now at the height of the market, do I buy a house at the height of the market or do I rent? Do I find a place to live? Do I go, for example, for me, I go to Six Highland Street. I'll go live there. Do I go down to Florida and I live with their dad for a couple of years till the market crashes again, which would be the smartest move. The smartest move would be not to buy. Sell high. Don't buy your next house at the height of the market. Don't. Don't. Just please. <sighs> Believe it or not, there are flip houses. Yes, yes, there are. There, there, please. There are houses. You can... I, trust me, you could still buy houses at 50 cents on the dollar right now, 60 cents on the dollar. I know. Believe me, I know. I'm not saying you can't, it, but the average person cannot. You have to have, um, you have to be a cash buyer and you have to have investors and you have to have good rapport with these people. So yes, you can buy houses super cheap, 100%. I'm not disagreeing with that. So please don't take it the wrong way. You definitely can. But the average person can't. And the average person who's got their 20% down payment ready to go baller and buy their house for $600,000 in three years is going to be worth $300,000. You'd be a moron. You'd be better off staying in your parents. Hear me out. Stay home for the next three years. Continue to save your money. And when the market shits the bed, go buy the same house for half the price. For the normals. For the everyday people. Investors will always find deals. Investors can always buy properties 70 cents, 65 cents on the dollar. They have the money. They have the buying power. They know how to market. They can get in touch with the people that are distressed and need to sell their property immediately. Some people cannot. The average person can't. Be real about it. The average person cannot. The average person only has 20% to put down and they're going to get their ass into a mortgage that they cannot afford on a price, on a house that is overpriced right now. Moving on from that. I don't know how the hell I even got into that. What, what, what I'm trying to tell you guys is when bills like the Rent and Mortgage Cancellation Act are trying to get passed, it is an attack on the American dream. Why? Because the, here, the American dream is this. For everybody, it's different. But for some people, it's buying that income property. Two-family, three-family. And for some people, it's the house hack. They buy the three-family to live on the first floor. Well, the house hack doesn't work if the person living on the second floor or the third floor don't have to pay rent. And then you find yourself in a most unfortunate situation where now you can't pay the mortgage. Now you're stuck. Your dream, your American dream of basically living for free because you had the money up front the down payment to get that three-family house is squashed by these liberal mutants that don't give a fuck about the little guy. They don't care about you. They care about the less unfit. They care about the lazy. Plain and simple. And I get upset. And, and, and listen, here's the thing. People get pissed when I call other people lazy. It's plain and simple. Every single one of us has a little bitch inside of us. Every single one of us has a little bitch. They got that little voice in the back of their head that says, I'm a bitch. I, you can't do this because I'm a bitch. And, and that little voice, that's, that, that's, that's in, it's, it's, it's taken over America. It's the fat guy that's like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to start working out today. And then he doesn't because his little bitch voice and it says like, oh, you're not going to start working out today. We're going to go to Wendy's and we're going to get the classic bacon, bacon, egg and cheese sandwich. 
And we're gonna, we're not gonna get one. We're gonna get fucking three. We're gonna, isn't that so much easier than going for a run? That's the little bitch. And then you got the little bitch inside the renter's head. The renter's head is like, oh, you know, I could probably get a second job and I could, and I could make the rent. But why would I do that? Cause I'm a little bitch and I'm just gonna live off the government. I'm not gonna pull up my pants. I'm gonna have daddy pay for me cause I'm a little bitch. Everybody has got the little bitch inside of them. I got the little bitch inside of me. My back hurts. But the other day I'm like, oh, I mean, I wanna get on the Peloton. My back hurts. My, my back telling me, whispering in my ear, don't do it, bro, just sit down, you'll be okay, have a drink, don't ride on, no, no, little bitch ain't in me, I get up, I get on it, I got X too, bro, I started doing P90X, boom, look at that thing, boom, no little bitch, I start to fucking tell that thing to shut up, shut up, little bitch, all of us have it, and it's, it, it's the death, it's disgusting, when you sit back, and you just let people help you out, that's the little bitch inside of you. What you should do. People get mad at me. Because they think I'm talking down to them. What you should do. Is work something out with the person that you're renting from. Because they're struggling too. They too are having a difficulty. Go to your landlord. Speak with them. Talk to them. Find out what their struggle is. Find out how tough it is for them. Figure out what you guys can do together. To make it work. Say just go reach out to the guy. How do I know this works? I have, I, and I'll give you direct info on how I know it works. I have a, I, I lease an office building on, on Route 38, on Route 38 in Wilmington. With my business being down 70% revenue because of what's going on, it's tough for me to make the rent. Now I pay it and I'm on time with it, but sometimes it takes me a few, a little bit of time to get caught up on it. And I talk, and I talk with the guy, I call him and I say, Hey, hey, buddy. It, it's Anthony, and we have a we have an open conversation about what he needs and when he needs it, and I explain to him about how I'm going to get it and figure it out, and I always get it to him. Now, maybe it's not on the first of the month, maybe it's not on the fifteenth, maybe I take the whole month to get it to him, or maybe I piece it out to him. Whatever it is, he'll call me and say, "Hey, look, I got to get this to pay the taxes," and I'm like, "Yeah, man, all right. How much is it? We get on it together. I work with the guy because I don't want him to lose his building, and I don't want me to over. I don't want to be the guy that didn't step up to the responsibility that he said he would take care of. They depend on you. You look, you looked up, you signed a contract, you looked them in the eye, and you said, "I got you until my lease is up. Now, once my lease is up, tough shit. That's it. I'm out. Bye. See you later." I'm trying to, we're trying to rent it out right now to somebody else that could afford it. And he'll let me out of the lease. I worked out things with them. I didn't just turn my back on him and say, hey, bro, go fuck yourself. Oh, and by the way, you can't evict me. No, we don't do that. We help each other out. We find ways. I'm struggling. Trust me. If I'm struggling, he's struggling. Plain and simple. You work things out. You talk to people. It's the best thing you can do. And hear me on this. If you got debt, speak to the people you owe debt with. Don't, don't not answer. The worst thing you can do is not answer your phone. Pick up the phone. Talk to them. The little bitch inside of you says, who hide. Don't answer the phone. Hit the uh, uh, It'll just go away. It ain't going to go away. It won't. And just quite like Jaws, you ain't going to deal with it until the shock comes right up from behind you and bites you in the fucking ass. All right. Man, there were so many other things I wanted to get to, but I guess that's it. Hey, please do. Do me a favor. Please do. Check out my wife Kaylee's eyelashes. She launched a company. It's called Cheeky by Kaylee. You can get her on Instagram at Cheeky by Kaylee. Facebook at Cheeky by Kaylee. Her, the first thing that she's selling is eyelashes. Uh, we have Sweet But Psycho. 
We have Temptation. Oh, I dropped it. Hold on, everybody. That's the second time I dropped it, man. She's going to be pissed. Hold on. She also has Mob Wife and Fern Gully. Now, bro, I have no idea what the difference between these lashes are. I'm not a chick. It's not for me to know. It's for your lady to know. Go check it out. I'd appreciate it. Spazzing out. America's Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Hey, Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get this podcast. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights is when I record it. I'm live on Facebook. I'm live on Instagram when I do it. But most importantly, I record it on an app and I upload it to the podcast platforms. 2,000 downloads a day on this, bro. We're growing. 2,000 a day. We started this sucker a year ago and we're only getting one. Now we're getting 2,000 a day. We need to get to 3,000 or 2,500. 2,500 to 3,000 a day. Then the monetization starts coming in and then the podcast grows exponentially because I'll take that money and I'll advertise the shit out of the podcast instead of sticking it in my pocket. I will reinvest, buy better equipment, do bigger and better things. Thank you so much for listening, guys. God bless. God bless America.